0: Uh, You know what? Hang on. i got to change something real quick here. Let's do this. Change to that. Alright. That should be good. Well, hello, patriots and freedom fighters throughout Saskatchewan, across the country, and those around the world. Hello, everybody. (laughs) So, um, I got to tell you, it's been a pretty crazy few days. Um, yeah, share this out. Share, share, share. Hello, everybody. Connie, Micheline, Karen, Teresa, Barb, Michelle, Murray. Diana, Deborah, Michelle, Leah, Deb, Scott, Brenda. Anyways, I could go on forever. There's a lot of people in here tonight. So, uh, <laughs> I, I got to come clean with you guys as to why we were sort of all over the map as to when we were going to release this. Um, by the way, if you want to follow along, You're more than welcome. Um, Give me a sec, I'm just going to... I gotta publish this website because I uploaded this speech I'm going to give over at ffcs.info so you guys can follow along if you like, Um, you can copy it, you can do whatever you like with it. Um, I'll have it there to also download as well um, if you like but at this point I just have it paste it to the website. It's the second page in at the top uh, called Buffalo Freedom. And uh, I'll put the link in the chat. All right. It's in the chat. It's right there. So if you want to go check it out, you're more than welcome. Uh, I have to also mention my wife because she's giving me a lot of trouble over this bushiness on my face. But I, I told her that I'm presenting founding documents for the new canada so i have to have a bushy beard that's how this works (laughs) so um anyways we were sort of up in the air as to when we were going to release this we were going to sort of wait until march 19th when we come together the buffalo party board and the independence party of alberta board um because we 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 still think it probably needs a little bit of tweaking we're not sure and so it's what what i'm going to read to you today is a draft it's not the final copy it's not the final version that we're going to submit to our AGS, or our annual general meetings um, for the Buffalo Party and the Independence Party, which happened to have their AGM on the same dates, April first and second, so we were deciding whether or not we were going to release this beforehand as a draft, <coughs> and and <clears throat> which is why I posted <clears throat> that tweet and the Facebook post uh, stating that I've never been so excited about. A document or the potential for Canada and Saskatchewan Alberta. The reason I said that is because Saskatchewan and Alberta right now have the two parties that have embraced this document and it's a founding document. By the way, we're making history tonight. This is the first time in our nation's history that this is going to move forward in in its in its current form. So we we were we were trying to figure out the best way to do this and then you know I I sent it over to the buffalo party to the board uh to the president to the leader and I wanted them obviously to have a look at it they loved it. And then today I got a call from the buffalo party saying that asking me if it would be okay if they released this draft document to the membership and of course i said yeah go ahead do that so because of that <coughs> excuse me so because of that it's sort of it's morphed into well if we're going to release it to the members of the buffalo party in Saskatchewan and they're going to release it to the members of the Alberta Independence Party in Alberta, then it's going to get leaked to the public anyway. So let's release it in its draft form. Um, Because it's so incredibly important, we want people to absorb this. We want people to digest this um, and and understand and come to terms with it. <clears throat> so, I got to tell you the backstory behind all of this as well, because that's important just for context. I know you're all impatient. You're you're incredibly <laughs> impatient. There's a lot of people giving me a lot of a lot of flack on Twitter and Facebook because I wasn't. We weren't going to release it till the nineteenth, but here we are. So you got your way because you stamped your feet. And that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and that's the thing, Jay Rydell. That was one of the th- reasons why I did it sort of using the language I used was because we don't want others to steal it. But but this is a document, and and we're hoping that other provincial parties, because this is a this is a provincial driven <coughs> thing, as you'll see. And as I'll explain, so we want other provincial parties to pick this up and make it part of their policy as well, because in order for all of this to work, and, and before I get into reading you this document, um, this is all part of what's called the amending formula. And in 1982, um, Peckford created the amending formula. And it's never been done before. This is why we're making history, even tonight, by just talking about it. And and you're going to hear this speech in a minute uh, in regards to this. But there is a process involved in amending our Constitution. And so we want people to share it we want this to grow we want this to be blowing up so other provinces get on board and and help us because the formula in and of itself requires that we have seven provinces and each one of those seven provinces have to have 50% or more support for amending the constitution and that's, that's very clearly set out in the amending formula. So we need this to blow up. We need this to grow. And we're going to help it do it. So the process is kind of like this. It's a provincial thing. The provincial party in Saskatchewan, the Buffalo Party of Saskatchewan, has embraced this. We are going to put it forward to the membership at at our AGM on April 1st and 2nd for them to ratify this into policy um, so we can offer this to the people of Saskatchewan. And the Alberta Independence Party is doing exactly the same thing. Their AGM is on the same dates as ours is, April 1st and 2nd. And they're going to be putting it forward to their members to vote on at that AGM. Now, before that happens, on the 19th of March, we're meeting in Lloydminster. We've invited Peckford to join us because he is the last living uh, author of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And he is the author of the amending formula. And so we want to include Peckford in these Discussions, And these discussions are going to, through these discussions, we're going to build the official document that we're going to put forward at these AGMs. Then after both of these parties have adopted this policy through ratification from the members, then we're on July 1st. And I've talked to Shadow Davis about this and Shadow is actually simulcasting this stream on his platform right now. So hello to all the Shadow people. Uh, Shadow is planning an event uh, somewhere in the Yorkton area, July 1st weekend. And we're going to make a proclamation and promote this declaration on that day. On Canada's birthday and from then from that declaration or proclamation we're going to initiate a tour from British Columbia to the East Coast and maybe up through the North because this is going to take some education. And some promotion to get, to get, to build some steam. And, and who knows, maybe it'll even turn into a convoy. (laughs) I know there's some people that have been suggesting and, and, and why not? So, um, this was all born from what we've all gone through the last three years. And the last three years through all of our activities as freedom fighters and patriots taking tickets for simply exercising our rights under the Charter, we exposed the weakness of our Constitution and our Charter. To the point, even in my own personal experience, I got 11 tickets for gathering outside with more than 10 people. Now, I consider, as I said in my earlier video today, I consider my rights to be inalienable. My government does not. And there's a reason for this. There's a reason they get away with this because in 1867, when the British Parliament gave us our Constitution, the British North America Act. It was just that. They gave it to us. They essentially imposed it upon us. And then in 1931, um, we became somewhat independent through the Statute of Westminster. And then in 1982... We repatriated that constitution where Pierre Elliott Trudeau went to London and brought the constitution to Canada. And then they created the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Now, as I said, through the last three years, we've exposed the weaknesses of that constitution of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Section 1 where it says very clearly in Section 1 that if governments are going to limit our rights under the Charter, they must demonstrably justify limiting those rights in a free and democratic society. Not one government in this country, federally, provincially, municipally, has done that. None of them have justified limiting our rights under the Charter, demonstrably. None of them have done that. In fact, in Saskatchewan, the Court of Queen's Bench actually ruled that the government doesn't have to under an emergency circumstance, which flies in the face of what Section 1 is supposed to represent. They just decide they don't have to. And the reason is from day one to this very day, the sovereign the sovereign in this country is parliament. Parliament is sovereign and supreme. The provincial governments are sovereign and supreme. But the people aren't. And this is what we aim to change. <coughs> Nowhere in the Constitution does it identify... Or recognize we the people. Nowhere. Nowhere will you find that. You will find the supremacy of God. But you won't find derived from the will of the people. Nowhere. We the people. For the people. By the people. You don't see that anywhere in our constitution. Because this is the British parliamentary system. Where the parliament is sovereign and supreme. And the provincial governments are sovereign and supreme. We aren't. We're we're literally subjects. Our rights and freedoms, you can might as well call them privileges, were given to us by the state, by this system. And this is what has been exposed over the last three years. The weakness of our Constitution, the weakness of our Charter on Rights and Freedoms, Section 1 and 33. And and just as a a point, a lot of people think Section 33, the Notwithstanding Clause, gives the provinces the ability to say no to Ottawa in regards to policy. That's, That's incorrect. Section 33, Notwithstanding Clause is only relative to the charter rights and freedom, your charter rights and freedoms. So provincial governments can trample your rights and freedoms through Section 33 Notwithstanding Clause, just as they can with Section 1. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read this document to you. And the first time... I read this, I choked up and got tears in my eyes. The second time I read this document was to people that were at our table. And I choked up again, because it's that powerful. I may choke up again. <laughs> I'm already choking up. Um, because it's that powerful. This is something... That we've been waiting for um, I've been waiting for for a very long time and so the backstory to this creation of this document is of course myself and Salim have been talking about the last two Friday nights constitutional reform and how we go about that now some time ago Salim received a document, a 15-page document, from somebody by the name of Brenton in British Columbia. And Salim received it, he read it, and then he questioned Brenton by asking, this looks like you've essentially copied it from the um, Declaration of Independence in the United States. And essentially he had, but reworked it to fit in Canada. So Salim said to him, can I break this down from 15 pages to three and a half or four and make it more applicable to the Canadian experience, to our situation? And the document... That Salim has put together. Well, you'll see for yourself. It's it's thoroughly uh, amazing. So I'm going to read it to you now. And again, it's available at at the web on the website ffc.s.info. Uh, Buffalo Freedom tab is where it exists. If you want to read along while I read it. Um, <coughs> so. I'm going to read it, and then, of course, we're going to talk about it uh, after. And uh, so here it is. This is the Declaration of the Buffalo Party of Saskatchewan. Declaration on Freedom and Sovereignty, Canada's Freedom Nation. Recent events in our nation's history have confirmed to citizens from coast to coast to coast that Canada is broken. Since Confederation, most Canadians believe that government respected our God-given rights and freedoms and that the tyranny which reigned in faraway places would never find its way to our shores. But if we are truthful in recollecting our history Over the past 30 years, there have been many signs and many warnings. A little loss of freedom here, a little less liberty there, and all the while, True North bullied and coddled into the cage of totalitarian state in the making. The Freedom Convoy was the last canary in the coal mine. The thousands who joined in Ottawa asking our Prime Minister to lift mandates that abridged their rights and freedoms were no fringe minority. They were instead true patriots, representing millions of Canadians who had been witnessing the true North strong and free being toppled like a statue and replaced with a pillar of tyranny and despotism. For generations, it was simply assumed that our rights and freedoms were protected in our Constitution. But sadly, this assumption was mistaken since, in fact, Canadians have been subject to a great charade. The charade masked the truth that government considers our natural rights and liberties not inalienable, but merely privileges granted by Parliament under the Crown that can be readily withdrawn at the whim of government. Indeed, our Bill of Rights from 1960 recognized many liberties, but could be amended or repealed by Parliament at any time because it was only a bill, it was only an act. Proving that the rights purportedly recognized in the bill were in fact privileges and not rights at all. This truth was confirmed when Prime Minister Pierre Elliott Trudeau invoked the War Measures Act in 1970 and suspended the rights and freedoms of Canadians. While our Bill of Rights had, been, had the, a brief pretense of liberty, it birthed the Charter Rights and Freedoms entrenched in our Constitution Act of 1982. To safeguard our liberties from the whims of Parliament. The charade of Canadian liberty ended when the Freedom Convoy 2022 was bludgeoned by Trudeau. Invoking the Emergencies Act. His use of violence to crush the Freedom Convoy proved yet again that the Parliament is sovereign and that As with Bill of Rights, the Charter is simply political sleight of hand. While the Charter proclaims our freedoms, Section 1 and 33 guarantees the supremacy of Parliament to limit those freedoms as government determines, confirming that the Charter is about privileges and not rights, and thus The fundamental flaw in our Constitution lies exposed. Drafted by Great Britain to ensure Parliament's sovereignty over Canadians and to serve the interests of the British Empire, it contains no recognition to the inalienable rights of Canadians. A cursory look at the past proves that for generations, government has used the Constitution to abuse Canadians. The, India Act, the Indian Act, the internment of Ukrainian Canadians during World War I, the internment of Japanese Canadians during World War II, forced sterilizations, the MK Ultra experiments, the Crow's Nest freight rates, the National Energy Program, ideologically driven gun control, and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's campaign to destroy the national resource economies of Western Canada. Recent examples of the continued abuses of our government against the people of Canada include Closing our economies Prohibiting us from tending to loved ones who are sick or dying Suspending the Order of Parliament Segregating us with vaccine mandates and passports Coercing us into taking experimental vaccination against our will Firing and fining us for refusing to comply with COVID mandates. Refusal to acknowledge adverse vaccine effects and injury. Censoring free speech regarding vaccines, COVID treatments and policy. Punishment of healthcare professionals for voicing concerns regarding vaccine side effects and treatment options invoking the Emergency Act to crush a legal protest with violence, taking political prisoners such as Pastor Archer Pulowski, Tamara Lich, Pat King, freezing bank accounts of Canadians because they supported the Freedom Convoy 2022, stripping our rights to freely own and use arms, to censor free speech, and the internet traffic, and criminalize communication. Make lawful medically assisted death rather than support people in need. Undermine our sovereignty by supporting illegal migration and the globalist agendas of the World Economic Forum and United Nations. Creating massive debt, high inflation, and high interest rates. Destroying our natural resources and agricultural economies. Imposing massive carbon taxes. Pursuing total control over our lives, including what we drive, what we eat, what jobs we have, and how we adapt in the imagined future green economy. Imposition of a digital currency and digital ID. To exert complete control over the social, economic, and and political lives of Canadians. It is abundantly clear that our Constitution does not recognize our inalienable rights. What instead Canadians suffer is the tyranny of Parliament that has the supremacy to suspend those rights, to appoint judges biased in support of Parliament's discretion over charter rights and freedoms, and enable federal usurpation of provincial jurisdictions, continue to repress First Nations under the Indian Act, and impose all Canadians to the lies, deceptions, and corruptions of politicians and their supporting castes of bureaucrats. As such, we Canadians vow to exercise our natural duty and moral obligation to choose the path taken by millions of patriots before us who stood for freedom in the face of tyranny from Boudica fighting to free her people from roman rule over britannia's britannia in 60 a.d the rebel barons who forced king john of england to sign the magna carta at runnymede in 1215 our honored soldiers storming juno beach ...Normandy in June of 1944... ...the small protest against the violation of rights... ...with mask and vaccine mandates... ...that began in our streets in 2020... ...to the Freedom Convoy in 2022... ...that sought redress in our nation's capital. Therefore... ...whereas all people are created equally... ...with naturally endowed... ...inalienable rights and liberties and whereas the natural authority for the creation and legitimate operation of civil government are derived from the people whereas we desire government based on the fundamental objective of preserving and enlarging the freedom of canadians through the vigorous defense and protection of our naturally endowed rights. And, whereas, we desire a constitution that will unite Canadians in a commonwealth of freedom, equality, and purpose that reserves sovereignty to the Canadian people, establishes limits on government, clearly defined separation of powers and provides distinct representation for the people and regions of the nation. Therefore, we declare we are True North, Canada's freedom nation. We will not surrender Canada to the political elites and their post-nationalist agenda. We believe all people are created equally in the image of God, with inalienable rights and liberties, including the right to life, liberty, and personal property. We believe in the power of loving God and loving our neighbor as ourselves. We will not surrender our God-given rights to any government and would rather die as free people standing bravely in the face of tyranny than live as serfs beholden to a dictator such as Justin Trudeau. We will hold the line and not comply with any law, order, regulation, mandate, or directive from government that infringes on our inalienable rights and liberties. We will freely exercise our inalienable rights and freedoms, including the right to free speech the right to self-defense, the right to privacy, the right to practice our faith, the right to freely associate, and the right to personal property. We possess the right of self-determination, and from this strength we will organize a Congress of Canadians to draft a new constitution that will guarantee the rights and liberties of the true North strong, and free. To prosper and to endure with the grace and blessings of God. That's what we need that's what we will do so the process and again this is this is 100% legitimate this is the path that we have to take this is the path that we have to inspire others to take across this country so that we have our natural and inalienable rights Defended and protected and a constitution that recognizes the supremacy of the people and the sovereignty of the people rather than the parliament rather than the governments there is a path and that path is called the amending formula so the first thing we need to do is change the preamble of our Constitution, where we add seven words, and those seven words are derived by the will of the people. I don't know if that's seven words or not. But the Constitution has to recognize the will of the people. And we haven't had that for 150 plus years. We've never had it. And we need to. This is how we take our country back from the establishment and from the globalists. This is how we do it. So the first step is the preamble and adding derived by the will of the people. And then we repeal Section 1 and Section 33 from the existing Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Once we've done that, then we've created a Constitution derived by the will of the people. We can then move forward and create amendments all day long, every day. Relative to, of course, our needs and our values in this country. As I said on Twitter a couple of days ago, this is the most beautiful political document relative to our country that I've ever seen. And we have to do this. And we have to inspire others to do this. This is the path where we get our sovereignty. Where the people and our inalienable rights and our natural rights are protected and defended. Rather than the supremacy going to the parliament and the sovereignty going to the parliament and the provincial governments. This is how we win this game. And this is legitimate. So what we have to do within this formula is we have to get seven provinces with 50% support to amend our constitution. There's a number of other things that flow from this. One of those is to come out from under the crown and become the nation of Canada without any hyphens, without any addendums, without a governor general. We can create amendments that protect your property rights, including your guns. So the first hurdle, of course, is is coming up with seven provinces and 50% support to give the power back to the people. I don't think that's going to be terribly hard to do. The Buffalo Party in Saskatchewan, the Independence Party of Alberta, will be the two entities that first initiate this through our AGM, through the ratification of this policy into party policy And we'll start the ball rolling. I think it's appropriate that it's Alberta and Saskatchewan that are doing it. The other part to this equation is it has to go through Parliament. And I know as soon as you hear that, you cringe. I did too. But here's the thing. When you got seven provinces that have more than 50% support for giving power to the people... It's political suicide for Parliament not to pass this. And the other, the other angle to this is if Parliament, for whatever reason, decides it's more important for them to hold on to that power, what do you think that triggers in that moment? The destruction of this nation and survival of Saskatchewan, Alberta, and other provinces who have come together and unified for purpose to take the power from the establishment and the globalists and give it to the people where it belongs, where it's always belonged. My bet is they're not going to do it. If they do it, if they say no, then of course the 50% of these seven provinces are going to shit-can those MPs immediately in the next election. And they're going to elect people who support what we're doing and support amendments to the Constitution. Indian Act gets turfed. Gone. Goodbye. First Nations people should be able to own their property. First Nations people should not be under the boot of government, any government. They should be free to live their life and to prosper. So, as I said, this is the first time in the history of our nation that the people, because of their desire to protect their inalienable rights and freedoms through the last three years, the convoy that was bludgeoned by a dictator has created this. We've exposed the truth through all of these actions, through all of the protests, Through all of the pastors being locked up, putting a fence around the churches, bludgeoning the convoyers in Ottawa. We've exposed it all. And that's the impetus to take it back from them, to give the power to the people where it belongs. This is, this is the most important time, I think, in our nation's history. And I've, I've felt that for the last three years. That this is the most important time of our lives, obviously. And, and generations of Canadians. This is why I say, what a... What a time to be alive. To have this opportunity given to us at this time, right now, to do this, to take it back. It's it's phenomenal to me. We have to do this and we're going to do it. And the Buffalo Party's already on board. It's up to the membership, of course, to ratify this policy. I'm fully confident that the people, the good people who created so many great policies within the Buffalo party will ratify this. <clears throat> if you want to be part of history, now is the time to join the Buffalo Party. It's the first time in history this has ever been done. And the Buffalo Party in Saskatchewan is the party that's going to initiate this process, along, right beside, the Independence Party of Alberta. If you're in Alberta, join that party, get to its AGM, and vote for this, and support this, so we can put the power back to the people we have this opportunity let's seize the day let's do this let's fix what ails our country that's it that's what it is so process wise we're going to meet on the 19th as I said we're hoping Peckford joins us Salim Mansour hopefully will join us and we will put together this document in official form that we'll put forward at our AGM's April 1st and 2nd. The Buffalo Party AGM, the Alberta Independence Party AGM. Both of them are on April 1st and 2nd. So we ratify it there. It becomes policy. We move forward and we build. And of course, Alberta's elections at the end of May. They're going to have a tough time getting enough people uh, quickly enough. I think. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe this. Maybe this is the impetus to support that party and what it represents. So we can do this. So help us do this. Throughout Saskatchewan, throughout Alberta, let's get this ball rolling and become part of history. You can actually vote on something that's going to change our country. And not only does it change our country in that it adds this language to our Constitution that puts the people as supreme and sovereign, but this is going to allow us, because... The Constitution will be derived from the people to turn this country from under the crown to a possibly a republic where your inalienable rights, God given rights, will be protected and enshrined in stone, your property. All of the rights that that you thought you had, but you don't. Because the government can come in at any time and snatch them away from you. Because they gave it to you. We need a constitution that recognizes the supremacy of God, our inalienable rights, God-given rights. And I'm not even sure, I'm pretty sure atheists still appreciate inalienable rights. Rights that cannot be abridged under any circumstance. Whether they believe it's God-given or not. That's the beauty of this. So, that's where we're at. The document you can find, as I said, on the website ffcs.info buffalo freedom tab and it's there for all to read Um, i'll have it also available to download that you can have it uh, and save it to your computer Um, of course as we said this is a draft so there may be some tweaks to it there may be some add-ons to it Um, we'll see how that process goes but that'll be determined on the 19th in Lloyd Minster when we meet. And then at that time, we will put forward the official document that uh, we'll be putting forward at our AGMs. So this is where it starts. This is history, folks. Um, welcome. Welcome to history. You're making it right now. Uh, that's it. That's a wrap. I just wanted to read that to you. I wanted you to see it. And again, one of the reasons why we I, I was we were holding off to the nineteenth was a lot to do with ownership. Jay Rydell mentioned it. Um, I wanted to lay some groundwork on Twitter and Facebook so that people understood that that yes, this is this is something that we're working on, and and if anybody tried to claim ownership of this, um, that. They wouldn't be able to do so as easily. And now that we've decided just to put it out there as a draft document, um, everybody knows who owns this and where it begins. So support those political parties that support giving you your sovereignty and your inalienable rights. Support those parties. It's going to be interesting to see who opposes this. I can tell you right now that the establishment will oppose this. They will oppose it because they love the power that the parliamentary system has given to them. That they are the sovereign, that they are the supreme. They don't want to give that up. Trust me, they don't. Their whole reason for being is to have power over you. And we're going to destroy that. And we're going to take it back. So it's going to be interesting to see who opposes this. And who comes aboard. And who joins us. It's going to be very interesting to watch how that plays out in the next weeks and months. It's going to be very interesting it's going to expose a lot of people that need exposing because they don't support putting the power where it belongs and that's with the people <laughs> it's a beautiful thing Salim Mansour is an absolute genius I referred to him as our national treasure and this is why He's created this document through 40 years of political science and history as a professor at Western University. The man's he's a gift from God truly is and he's given us the recipe to fix what ails this country and to give you back the power you should have always had. So that's a wrap. Uh, I love each and every one of you. Please, please share this video far and wide. As far as you can share it with as many as you can share it with. So they understand what it is we're trying to do and trying to achieve. This is potentially the biggest moment... In Canadian history. And you're part of it. Let others be part of it as well. And I'm not overstating this. And it's not hyperbole. It's not exaggeration. This is enormous. It's never happened in the history of our country. Ever. This is the first time. This is it. And you're part of it. Let's make it happen. Let's get other provinces on board. Let's get other alternative parties across this country elected representing you, the people, and giving you back the power that you should have always had. This is our 1776 without having to fire a shot. Thank you. I love each and every one of you. We got this. Ciao for now.